Get back! You two, stop that! Hey everyone, welcome to the Everyday is Halloween podcast on conradio.com, sponsored by Wizard World. As always, I am your host, Horgai Keenan, here to give you chills, thrills, and all the best news and updates in the world of horror. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, Mad Max took home six Oscars last night, including film editing, costume design, makeup, sound editing, sound mixing, and production design. Now, this is all well and good, but I would have really loved to see George Miller get an Oscar that he deserved. Uh, I feel that 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 best director, uh, not uh, not really. I, George Miller, I fully felt won this, and I feel like this is the Oscars way of giving Mad Max a ton of credit without giving it the main credit, which kind of blows for me. I would rather see them just do landslide and win everything, but it's still a six six award winning uh, Oscar film. So I mean, that's got to stand for something, right? Uh, so very happy to see Mad Max take that. Uh, especially since George Miller said he's never doing another Mad Max film. Uh, it's not that he doesn't want the films to go on. It's just that with his age, you know, it's, it was very grueling uh, filming that last Mad Max film. So uh, I'd like to see it go in a different direction. Maybe like do what they did with Star Wars and get another writer and and, uh, and uh, director for that film. So we'll see. Maybe have him just produce the next one. Uh, Leo got his uh, award for The Revenant, which was well-deserved as, as well. Um I think the internet would have freaked out and boycotted the Oscars if he wouldn't have won that. Um, and uh, very black Oscars uh, <laughs> this this uh, year. Uh, if you guys haven't been keeping up, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, and her husband Will Smith kind of boycotted the Oscars this year while the Oscars pretty much retorted by making it the blackest Oscars ever. Now, this has nothing to do with, with racism, I would say. Just trying to create that, that leveled balance. But by doing this... You're basically admitting fault here, uh, Academy. You know, you have uh, Chris Rock's hosting. You got, um, oh, what's his face? The little guy from Ride Along. Uh, you know, he comes out in a black uh, tuxedo suit with black rhinestones. You have a black uh, orchestra uh, conductor. You have uh, Chris. all of Chris Rock's kids and, and daughter's friends come out giving out Girl Scout cookies. Uh, I think there was a point where um, one of some big rapper they pulled a curtain away and he was just eating Girl Scout cookies and it was just, I don't know the the point is that they they just kind of just shoved it all in our face last minute and you could tell the show wasn't really thought up kind of an awful show really um, and even Dave Grohl sang uh, Blackbird or Black Crow I don't know what the name of the actual song was but yeah just very interesting. Um, 
but yeah, just doing that, you're admitting fault, and I feel like just keep it the way it's going, you know? Like, yeah, maybe nominate some more some more black actors and actresses for next year. Don't try and make all these different segments and just proving that you were wrong. Um, will Jada Smith and Will Smith ever come back to the Oscars? I don't think so. Uh, I think the Oscars kind of wrote them off, uh, especially after you bitch about them on Facebook and Twitter and you get over like 10,000 views on that. Um, so she can go back to that really shitty show Gotham and he can keep trying to uh, be really good in this new Suicide Squad movie. It looks like shit. So that's my thoughts on that. Uh, let's move on to, is Halloween coming to television? Now, there's been rumors that... Um, Dimension lost the rights to the Halloween franchise and immediately was pegged to be made into a TV series, kind of like The Omen is on A&E and uh, was it Bates Motel and a few of these other like classic core movies have been uh, getting the television treatment. Well, uh, sources have gotten to uh, Acrid, the guy who, uh, Malik Acrid, who run, who owns the Halloween franchise. And he pretty much said no, said Acrid, <laughs> regarding the possibility of Michael Myers coming to the small screen. Utter rumors and falsehoods. So that could be him covering his own ass, but so far right now he says that is not a possibility. And I am so thankful for that because I feel like Halloween in itself can only work in so many movies. And God damn it if we haven't wrung that fucking wash rag dry so you're gonna put it on television and every week have some kind of story with michael myers now if you went to the halloween three route where you kind of just did a different halloween story every week and you aired it kind of around the same time american horror story airs throughout october i think that would be great go back with the original concept of halloween and telling different stories maybe the final season finale you'd have michael myers that would be fun um but, yeah, it, I don't see them doing that, and uh, it looks like we're just going to keep getting uh, rehashes from here on out. Penny Dreadful Season 3 just released its new teaser trailer. Two brothers. Fallen from grace. The spirit. And the animal. You seek my soul. You my body. But both are promised to another. it once and i've said it a thousand times penny dreadful is the best horror show on television right now if you're not watching it do yourself a favor go get caught up on uh, showtime.com or go get the blu-rays or dvds wherever you can find them um penny dreadful season three starts may 1st at 10 p.m only on showtime it looks like stephen king's uh short story the mist is going to get the tv treatment on spike television very soon uh more details to come on that um, also, Remedy, the video game company, has uh, bought the rights to an Alan Wake uh, property called Alan Wake Returns, which is kind of showing that there is going to be an Alan Wake uh, sequel. Not just American Nightmare that came out right after the original Alan Wake, but like a full-fledged full game. Uh, Remedy's kind of been silent and tight-lipped about this for a while. Uh, I think they're just trying to get a lot more people to look into their uh, new video game coming out called Quantum Break, um, starring Sean Asmore, 
and uh, one of the hobbits in <laughs> Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Um, but yeah, they're trying to get people to like get into that game right now. But I think at E3, they're going to announce uh, that you can play Alan Wake, the first one, backwards compatible for your Xbox One, and that the next Alan Wake game uh, is being worked on right now. So look forward to that soon. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark gets a new writer. Uh, Dan and Kevin Higman, uh, these two guys wrote on the Lego movie. They're working uh, with Guillermo del Toro on a live-action adaptation, which I have kind of broke the story to you guys a few months ago. Uh, the writers and del Toro worked together on Netflix animated series Troll Hunters, which I have not yet to see, but I hear is pretty good. So uh, look forward to that one very soon. You know, I really hope that this um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is a... Uh, it's a film adaptation but with like animated elements with that really cool inky uh, watercolored look overlaying the film if you if you want to have those stories told I feel like those the, each picture that came with the story was really crucial to really kind of setting the tone and really getting dark inside your little five year old head so if they kind of had like I don't know, a scene open up where the ink kind of fades away and bleeds into the picture. Or like when horror happens and someone gets killed, like red ink splays, you know, gets sprayed along the side of the screen and kind of stays there and fades. It would be a cool little adaption. Uh, the thing I could think most would be, uh, if you ever seen, I know this is a real long stretch, Street Fighter Four had this really weird fluid uh, hits and kicks where they were like ink blots would kind of come off them and it looked kind of like a gimmick cheesy thing at first but it ended up turning out really cool and they did away with it in Street Fighter V and it makes me sad. Not the point! Anyways, if they kind of added that into uh, this movie I think it would make for an excellent, excellent addition uh, especially since Guillermo Toro is a very uh, intricate artist and, and sees a lot of uh, just just puts a lot of beautiful art in his film so I think that would be an opportunity missed if they don't do that. Um, all right, so that's enough of me talking about news and all that fun stuff. Let's go. We're going to get to reviews here in a little bit, but let's start off with a song by Rob Zombie and the Ghastly Ones. This is Halloween. She gets so mean.
So I actually made it out to the theaters this past weekend and got to see two horror films that are out right now and like talk to you guys a little bit about them. They are Lauren Conrad's The Boy and The Witch. Um, both of these rated very differently, but let's start off with the good one. That is The Witch. Um, a lot of horror fans and non-horror fans are talking about this movie right now. Um, both good and bad. Now, it's, it's funny that we have this kind of horror film out right now because it's a very hot topic right now. Um, a lot of horror fans are saying they don't like it. They're saying it's, it's not even horror, uh, you know, and, you know, that's bullshit. <laughs> this movie is very much horror. It's just not a uh, jump-out-scare kind of horror film. Um, it's a very well-written story, very beautiful, themed very well. It's, you know, the closest wit, real, real dark witch story I've seen since Rob Zombie's Lords of Salem. Now, Lords of Salem was, you know, it took place, you know, back in the Salem Witch Trials and today mainly takes place uh, in current times. Whereas uh, this film takes place uh, right whenever settlers come in from New England uh, or go to New England. Um, and it's the, even the dialect has been written uh, to be from that time. And I give props to the uh, the cast and crew in that one for being able to, to do that. I thought it added so much to this film. Uh, now, it sucks because a lot of people are saying that, you know, this isn't a real horror film. It's not very scary. And, you know, people just have different levels of horror films. Horror films that literally scare you. Uh, and horror films that you can appreciate the the storytelling and in the atmosphere and that's that's what i think this movie really did well was just you know encompass the atmosphere and and just tell a really good story in a very um just very moody way uh and you know this so far i mean this i mean we only two three months into 2016 but it's already up there in my my top three of best horror of 2016 uh so definitely check out the witch when you can i know it's spelled v-v-i-t-h or t-c-h uh it is uh i think it's just a gimmick because there's already a film called the witch so that there's a way of getting around that next lauren conrad's the boy i'm sure you recognized her from amc's the walking dead this is her solo horror film now if you haven't noticed in the past i don't know three decades hollywood loves taking whoever's popular at the moment female-wise in a TV series or a film series and give them their standalone horror film. Um, you know, and, and now it's the Walking Dead character's turn and, you know, we had um, Emily Kinley. Or not Emily Kinley, the girl from um, Marjorie from Game of Thrones. She was in The Forest. And now we have The Boy. Uh, this movie is dog shit. <laughs> Don't see this movie at all. Um, you know, it's Lauren Conrad walking around a mansion for an hour and a half uh looking for noises and uh it's honestly i don't want to spoil the movie for you guys so i'm just going to tell you right now that to me i felt like somebody recently watched the movie halloween and said i bet we could do this just with a doll i know sounds very weird how does that even work but if you see the movie you'll understand completely that the last half hour turns into michael myers going after laurie strode um Still not spoiling it. There's still so much more you can learn about that. Uh, so yeah, Lauren Conrad goes to a haunted house to look after a boy. Finds out the boy is a doll. Uh, horror ensues. <laughs> 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 
But yeah, save your money. See if you can get to see that sometime for free when it comes out. But uh, run to the theaters out. Throw, run right out of the theaters and go see The Witch. Uh, that movie is just perfect. Uh, also, Black Phillip is my home dog. Black Phillip, safe. You are wicked. Does he really speak to thee? <laughs> For you Krampus fans out there, I have great news. April 26th brings the DVD, Blu-ray, digital copy of Krampus Home. Um, This includes an alternate ending, deleted scenes, and gag reel, and extended scenes uh, on this Blu-ray. So I'm really excited to see how... What are the other ideas Mike Daugherty had about how the way this movie would end? Because I thought the ending... Of the original Krampus or this Krampus film uh, was pretty pretty great. I love just everything about it. I don't want to spoil it here on the show. I feel like I probably could talk about it now, seeing it's past Christmas. But I'll give you guys the home video version of it, and then we'll we'll talk. We'll speak about it then. So looks let's uh, we'll talk about it probably in um, next month's show for sure. So check that out, April twenty sixth. Now The Walking Dead came back. Um, we got to see uh, a familiar face, Jesus, from the Walking Dead comics uh, made an appearance. And uh, the first five minutes of that opening was pretty intense. Uh, I think it's AMC's way of retorting and showing that, you know, not everything is just talking and sitting around and kind of being boring. So they got to keep things going, keep just really getting people in that, uh, you know, intense state. Um, but it's kind of hard to keep people intense when you know Negan is coming. Now... So you got to like let it kind of like have the good times now and enjoy the relationships because when that man comes, shit is going fucking down. And apparently, Jeffrey Dean Morgan won't make his debut as Negan until the final episode of season six. Uh, and uh, pretty much one of the, the writers promises some crazy things are ahead. You know, uh, they said, I can't wait to see the reaction to when... We do these things we're going to do at the end of the season. I think we will melt people's minds. So, you know, that's that's almost a little innuend or a little uh, inside joke there of melting someone's mind in their brain, in their head, crushing, squishing. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about, Walking Dead readers, yeah, th- th- we'll see if it happens to our uh, our faithful friend or if that won't happen. And they'll switch it around on somebody else like the TV shows love to do. Um, we also got a really big reaction out of uh, the first episode when something happens to one of our main characters. Uh, now he's kind of more like the comic book version. Man, it really sucks trying to beat around the bush here. <laughs> reporting news to you guys. But let's just say it involves an eye patch. If you know what I mean, there you go. Um, so, yeah, look for Walking Dead. It's on uh, every Sunday <laughs> for quite a while up into... Uh, the other Walking Dead series, Fear the Walking Dead, over in May. Um, Alright, moving on, we have Netflix releases. Now, these are the films that are going to be released on Netflix and Hulu. Um, I've come to realize that Netflix does a lot of the newer stuff, whereas Hulu just tries to take a lot of the classics. Because, um, let's face it, Netflix horror classics are kind of poop right now. But... On March 5th, we'll be getting Hell and Back. That is a stop-motion film from the Robot Chicken creators. Um, and it's basically just... It didn't do too well in theaters. I think it stayed in for like one week. 
and left. And that's pretty sad for a stop-motion film, especially a stop-motion film that centers around horror and death and hell. Sounds like a, a lot of fun. That's something I would want to see because uh, I'm a huge animation and horror fan. But this one just did not look too good. That's why they're giving it away for free on Netflix. Hopefully, it's actually pretty decent. We'll have to see then. That's March 5th. March 15th is The Final Girl. Um, March 18th is He Never Died and the Daredevil Season 2 premiere. So that has not really horror, but it has a lot of ass-kicking, and it's pretty damn gory. Uh, on March 18th, we're getting Daredevil. March 22nd, The Ouija Experiment 2, Theater of Death. is probably going to be a big pile of shit. And March 31st is Fright Night 2, uh, the not-so-great sequel to the remake of The Last Fright Night. God, it's getting so convoluted and confusing with this shit. Um, yeah, Fright Night 2 is god-awful. Um, makes our main protagonist uh, vampire is like the, this chick, and she brings in that. It's, it's awful. Alright, Hulu. March 1st, everything is coming out. There's no other dates besides March 1st. But March 1st on Hulu, you're getting Extreme Ghostbusters to complete Season 1. For fans of the Extreme Ghostbusters, all two of you. Uh, the Amityville Horror 2005 is coming out with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, the Ninth Gate with Johnny Depp. Blackula 1972. Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College is going to be on there. Uh, no Vacancy from 2004. Shivers, Bug, The Gift, and Wes Craven Presents They are all coming out on Hulu March 1st. So mark your calendars for that. Now for some great Scream Factory reviews. Uh, the Vincent Price Collection, the third Vincent Price Collection, is out now. Uh, this one holds the films Masters of the World, Tower of London, Diary of a Madman, An Evening of Edgar Allan Poe, and Cry of the Banshee. Uh, this thing is beautiful. I have the other two. Uh, they are probably some of the best releases I've seen in quite a while. Um, it's just really nice to have these things in, in 1080p. And I, it kind of sucks at the same time because you can see the makeup that's done, like wet makeup on their faces and things like that. So having these on Blu-ray can kind of take that away from you. But, I mean, the pictures are still just more beautiful than they were when they were on screen uh, when they released. And I cannot say anything just more about these Blu-rays. Uh, Screen Factory has given them the love treatment that they have deserved uh, this is out right now along with the Vincent Price Collection 2 and the Vincent Price Collection 1. Uh, it comes with a 12-page book with rare photos and uh, just, just really nice. It's a, it's a good collection, so definitely check that one out right now. Um, we also have Species 2, 3, and 4 uh, come out March 8th. Uh, species 2 by itself, Species 3 and 4 kind of in a two-pack, so if you're a Species fan, check those out. Also, The Brain That Wouldn't Die is out now on Blu-ray, along with Serpent in the Rainbow. Uh, if you haven't seen this new version of Serpent in the Rainbow, it is it's awesome. I, I haven't seen this movie in quite a long time. Bill Pullman, uh, when he was really young, kind of probably a little bit after uh, Spaceballs, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a great film, West, one of Wes Craven's best, and it's really nice to go back and visit that film, uh, especially after his passing. So check all those great Blu-rays out from Scream Factory uh, right now. I will take you to a place where my friends foregather. There you will find stories of such blood-curdling terror it will make your toes curl and your hair reach up towards the sky. He likes to take you by surprise. 
He likes to leave a very special calling card. It was the best blood I have ever tasted. He's giving you a very special invitation. Three stories to shock you, chill you, thrill you, and make you laugh. <laughs> Everybody knows about garlic and steaks through the heart. Yes, we all have our cross to bear. I'm just a sucker, boy, you're I'm just a sucker, boy, you're I'm just a sucker, boy. You are one of his kind now. You have to be staked by your own men. Songs by B.A. Robertson. Don't you look down on me. Night. With the strange twisted. The pretty things. The viewers. Tell me you're not going to let you go until you do. We must have our food. But remember, he likes to take you by surprise. You've been invited to the Monster Club. Come at your peril. We're going to do some horror game reviews, but first, here is Dead by the Poets.
Make Halloween fun with one-stop shopping at Woolworth or Woolco for your Halloween needs. Costumes from $1.83 to $3.99, like Six Million Dollar Man, Bionic Woman, Superheroes, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, and a new favorite for girls, Holly Hobby. You can get wrapped candies of every kind. Bubblegum, lollipops, fun-size candy bars. Get this Halloween record. Sounds to make you shiver just $1.89. Make Halloween fun and easy. Make just one stop at Woolworth or Woolco. That Sounds That Make You Shiver album freaked me out as a kid, man. All right, let's jump into some video game reviews. Um, so, I don't know if you had a chance to get around to play Oxenfree, but it is uh, Freaks and Geeks meets Lost. Uh, kids on an island. Uh, you, it's kind of like Telltale where you pick your scenarios and, and, and answers, and it's a, it's a very cool, just like, not really who done it, but just watching the development of this game. It's a little small game. takes about four hours to beat. Uh, really cool. Recommend it. Um, so play that. From the Campo Santo uh, crew, we have Firewatch, which follows one man's uh, job as a park ranger. Now, I know that doesn't sound that great, nor does it sound very horrific, but some horrific things personally happen to this character, uh, and the only interaction you really have is with another woman that's also a park ranger, and you only can talk to her through your walkie-talkie. So weird things start to happen. Uh, people start vandalizing things. Uh, and you almost get stuck in an entire forest fire while you're playing it. It's very intricate, very cool, kind of keeps you guessing what's going on. Um, so definitely check that out. That one's really a mood builder rather than a jump scare game. So keep that in mind. Um, we also have Far Cry Primal that just came out. Uh, it takes you back to the BC era where women have a tit hanging out and you get beaten over the head, drugged by your hair, and taken wherever you want. Also, anytime you ever try to do anything in this game, uh, mountain lions, tigers, wolves, bears, anything comes out of nowhere and tries to eat you or the thing that you're trying to deal with. Um, so that's a pretty intense game. So very gory, very bloody, not scary that much. Um, so yeah, none of the scary games coming out around this time right now. Now, I did play the Rise of the Tomb Raider Baba Yaga DLC. Uh, Baba Yaga is a forest witch. Um and it's kind of terrifying and it's uh it's a cool little dlc if you watch the trailer for the baba yaga trailer or game though or dlc it kind of uh gives away the entire game so don't watch the trailer for the baba yaga uh dlc unless you want it spoiled for you um i recommend just kind of waiting for the definitive edition of rise of the tomb raider to come out so you can get that uh, and a bunch of other costumes and things with that game so look for those relatively soon guys that is it it is a short short week or a short month, I should say, for the for the show. Um, yeah, you know, not a lot of horror comes out around February, March, April, because it's so dead. That's why I'm, I'm telling you, go see The Witch. It is the scariest thing that you'll do for yourself for the next couple months. Um, until then, I'm War Guy Keenan. Make sure to go check out all the other great um, podcasts on the Con Radio website. Uh, I couldn't do it without these guys. They are great getting the name out there. Uh, thank you guys so much. If you started listening on the Horror app, uh, for iPhone, I know I got a few of you guys from there. Um, feel free to write in. You know, we got a lot of uh, a lot of you know, like I do a lot of giveaways and things like that. And I like answering a lot of questions. Um, so you can check us out on iTunes. Uh, you can download the show over at Libsyn. Of course, we're on Facebook at the Everyday Halloween Podcast. Twitter, we're Hallows Eve three sixty five. Um, so yeah, go check us out on all those things. Now I'm on this app, this horror app. Uh, so check me out on there. Uh, and yeah, just shoot me uh, questions, messages. What do you want to hear on the show? Uh, I'll make sure to play something that you want to hear or uh, hunt it down for you. 
So until uh, April comes, stay scary and have a great month.